Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 940. So at that point in time, I mean, I sort of decided while I was laying there, you know, uh, all messed up, you know, looking at medical bills pouring in by the dozens every single day that I needed to do something that engaged me and made me happy because that's what life really was about. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Darren Roberge. Darren, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready for a ride. Don't make it too bumpy for me. <laughs> I'll try to keep it between the guardrails. Darren Roberts is the president and CEO of Gilbert, an Arizona-based, all-inclusive, marketing, creative, and public relations agency, MotorWorks Marketing. His firm was founded on his passion for the special interest classic and collector automotive marketplace. He spent much of his past career in music, where he was a successful promoter, and then he moved to the head of Russo & Steel Collector Automobile Auctions, marketing, media, and public relations manager, where he made a profound impact on the collector automotive auction industry. Also active in his community, Darren currently serves his seventh term on the board of directors of the Township Community Organization in beautiful Gilbert, Arizona. He is also a member of the SEMA Young Executives Network and the Arizona Automotive Hobbyist Council. So Darren, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career, your business, and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Certainly. My name is Darren Roberge. As you stated, I'm president and CEO of MotorWorks Marketing, which uh, are based in Gilbert, Arizona, and strive to serve the specialty automotive community, which basically means anything that's cool with wheels on it, we're interested in uh, representing and, and improving the image of. I originally am from Denver, Colorado. Uh, I kind of got into cars right out of the womb, essentially. Uh, my grandfather and my uncle were both very serious car guys. My grandfather was a race car driver for MG and Triumph and was also a uh, drag racer for Triumph Motorcycles, which is actually what he did for the majority of his career. My uncle raced Supercross for a while as well. So I've been exposed to sort of the car guy lifestyle from pretty much birth. And uh, it's something that uh, was not really a matter of if, but when for me. I did have a brief interruption in the middle of about 15 years where I worked for record labels and was in touring bands and did music-related things. So we launched MotorWorks uh, at SEMA this year, actually, and uh, have been uh, officially taking clients now for just a few weeks. But uh, we're off to the races so far. We're, uh, we've got a lot of buzz and a lot of interest and uh, have signed quite a few people so far, and we're excited for the future. Well, congratulations on the launch. That's absolutely fantastic, and welcome to the automotive field. I know you were there with the auction company before, and you've been a car guy forever, but uh, I'm so happy to... Show our listeners and tell our listeners a little bit about what you're doing here to promote you a little bit in this new year. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has some great meaning to you, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars, yeah? So Darren, take the wheel. Well, I really have two. One's kind of the beginning and the other one's kind of the during. I guess you could also sort of say it's the end as well. But uh, the way that I look for opportunities and the way that I look for things based is based around a simple philosophy. Do amazing things with amazing people in amazing places. And I've been very fortunate that for pretty much my entire career and my entire adult life, I've been able to do that via through music and through the uh, auction industry, which, of course, is a very high profile and exciting and something that everybody uh, 
is very interested in who uh, is, is a fan of cars. And now on to the marketing realm and the entrepreneurial realm where uh, I'm being exposed to all kinds of new things uh, almost immediately on a daily basis there. Now, with that said, once I find those amazing people in amazing places and doing amazing things, my uh, general goal is to win, win, win. All I do is win all the time. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not. Uh, I generally work between, I would say, 95 and 115 hours a week in order to... Uh, oh, my gosh. I approach that uh, full force, and it definitely uh, makes things difficult on the lifestyle sometimes. But when you accomplish something the way that it makes you feel when you look back at it and see the hills and valleys that you've had to sort of trudge up and down and through, it really sort of puts things in an additional perspective for you if you're able to sort of look back at it from a victorious standpoint. I mean, certainly people lose all the time, but the reality of the situation is, is you never really lose as long as you learn something. Sometimes that's the victory, and that's kind of what I take away from that. Yeah, very, very nice. It kind of reminds me of a great quote by Jim Rohn that we are the average of the five people we surround ourselves with. And also oh, important to surround yourself with the right people. I guess mom was right when she used to say, pick your friends wisely and hang out with great people. And she used to always tell me, hang out with people that are smarter than you. They'll always raise the bar and uh, keep you sharp. So I love that. Well, let's go back in time. You talk about grow growing up in a family where you had racers and drivers and car people all around you. I want to learn about what instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a car guy? Not really. I've kind of always known. I mean, from the time I was a little, little kid for Christmas, I would always get car magazines and die cast models. And I had an aunt that also worked for Chrysler in the early 90s. So anytime any new cool Lamborghini stuff came out or, you know, the Dodge Viper stuff came out, then she would send me models and pictures and posters. And I had a great Lamborghini jacket that she gave me for Christmas. <laughs> nice. one year. So it's kind of like I just sort of didn't really have any choice. You know, I mean, I was always just surrounded with cool cars and with people that were doing things with cars and, and motorcycles and that type of stuff. And that, yeah. uh, again, it was sort of an inevitable situation for me. I mean, it, I, I didn't really have an option to not be a car guy. Yeah. But with that said, I think I've taken it really far, you know, all things considered <laughs> yeah. you know, with, with auction uh, experience that I've had and now and now moving into this field. So it, it's nice to be able to sort of carry on the family tradition, but I'm sort of rewriting the rule book as I go, which is sort of rewarding also. Yeah, writing your own story, which is fantastic. Well, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you faced along the way. These things are important because they teach us really valuable lessons. So take us to one of yours, walk us through that, and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum in your life or your career. Well, I have failed over and over and over again throughout my life. And one of the things that I've taken away from that is, is again, the ability to learn from sort of bleak situations. Mm -hmm. One that particularly comes to mind is I had two really severe injuries in my mid-20s that uh, essentially kept me in bed for almost two years. Oh, my gosh. And cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical expenses and, uh, you know, lots, lost lots of friends, lost apartments, you know, lost jobs, lost everything, basically. Right. was at a point where I was stuck in living in my parents' house, you know, laid up, you know, pilled out all day long. Mm. And I, I really had to sit back and kind of look at what I was was doing and how I got to where I was. And some of it was certainly circumstantial, but I really decided at that point that I needed to sort of reevaluate the way that I was processing my life. And I needed to look at things a little bit more from the passion standpoint versus the operational standpoint. Mm -hmm. At that point, it was about means to an end and trying to do things just to, you know, just to stay afloat. And it was like, I don't really want to live like this anymore. Right. So I, I went back to music at that point and I started learning skills based on, you know, what was going on with social media and the computer revolutions and that kind of stuff like that. And as a result, learned graphic design and learned web design and learned audio recording and video recording and editing. And I learned PR and, and, and I just amassed this just crazy amount of skills while 
applying it to music. And it was easy for me to do that because it was, I was passionate about it. Yeah. So at that point in time, I mean, I sort of decided while I was laying there, you know, uh, all messed up, you know, looking at medical bills pouring in by the dozens every single day that mm. I needed to do something that engaged me and made me happy mm. because that's what life really was about. And frankly, I've become far more successful than I ever thought I could just doing regular jobs. And, and I, I attribute that to the fact that I genuinely love what I do. Yeah. You know, it's the secret sauce to life. And I'm sorry you had to learn it that very, very difficult way of being injured like that. And then, of course, what it did to you. But I guess in a roundabout way, you kind of rose out of the ashes like a phoenix, if, if you will. And the fact that you discovered the real secret to a happy life, and that is discovering your passion and wrapping your life around that. And it's possible. You can do it. I've had, oh gosh, 940 guests on the show now that have figured that out. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that very difficult time of your life with us. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum, though. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. Now, it sounds like you, you have in several ways going from the music industry and the automotive industry, but share us what you perceive as your career aha moment. You know, that's a tough one because I don't necessarily think there's one moment that's kind of made me go, okay, I'm figuring this out. <laughs> yeah. Russo and Steele was certainly a whole bunch of those moments for me. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that was so great about Russo and, and especially having Drew Alcazar, the CEO of Russo and Steele, be you know a door down for me is that uh, I was able to sort of learn that my reality wasn't necessarily what I thought it was at any given time, that anything that I sort of thought was my limit was actually not and that I could push further than that and that there would be rewards at the end for that. Mm-hmm. If I really were to define sort of one thing in a long string of just one things after another in regards to that is that the Scottsdale auction we did last year at Salt River Fields, a talking stick when we moved Russo and Steel, that was a big deal. And mm-hmm. the whole city was going crazy over it. And we won every award that you could possibly win for a, uh, an event-based business in the, in the Phoenix metro area. And we had the biggest auction that uh, in Russo and Steel history last year at Salt Field. So yeah. I look back at that campaign and the way that it was received and the way that people that I really genuinely respect viewed it, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a pretty good big gold star for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, very proud of the way that uh, myself and my team put that campaign together and executed. And uh, I think the results spoke for themselves. Oh, absolutely. I had Drew as a guest on my show back in, uh, I think it was April of 16. And what a dynamo to work around. And that guy, I mean, it's just absolutely fantastic. So uh, kudos to you and the team for pulling that off because that was a that was a bold move. Was that, and that's kind of a segue into my next question, was that a proudest career moment for you? It's up there. I mean, you know, I've had a, a big string of them, you know, signing the first record deal. And I had a TV show in my early 20s. Getting that, you know, regionally syndicated was a big deal for me at that point. And uh, graduating college at age 32 was a big deal for me. All the awards that I've won, the 40 under 40s and, and, and that type of stuff, that's all nice stuff too, certainly. But, you know, if I would have to say there was sort of like a peak, that's been it, I think, probably to this point. I, I remember after that auction was over and, you know, we worked really hard on that one. I mean, I don't think I got any sleep more than maybe two hours of sleep a night from uh, beginning of November all the way through that auction. Mm-hmm. I remember there's a burger joint around the corner from my house that I always go to after the auctions. And I was just sitting there, just staring at the walls and not thinking about much anything. And it just, I just felt this just gigantic, just cloud of pride just kind of like went over me. And I just went, man, we just accomplished that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and what a monumental, gigantic feat that was for the size of my team. And, you know, all of our, we all just killed it on that one and everybody did everything right. And it just all worked out and you don't get too many moments like that in life. And, uh, I was very grateful to be able to sit there sort of and collect my thoughts and think about what we had just done. And, and, and that, that felt good. Yeah. Congratulations to everybody in that one. 
Well, let's talk about your first really special car. Maybe you could talk about that car and share a memory you have about that vehicle. Well, I kind of bought two right at the same time uh, in my early 20s. I had a 1972 Corvette big block. Mm -hmm. uh, it was canary yellow with the camel interior. And then I also bought a 1999 Cobra Mustang in electric green, that really obnoxious Mountain Dew looking <laughs> color that they made, like 500 of them yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, neither of those cars really uh, had a very great life with me. You know, the, the Mustang, I threw a supercharger on it, and it was like 700 horsepower. Ooh. And it uh, was something that somebody my age with my uh, maturity level <laughs> at that point definitely shouldn't have had the keys to. <laughs> yeah. And that car lived a bit of a, a dinged life as a result of that. Mm. And then, uh, unfortunately, my Corvette, I loaned it to my ex-girlfriend at the time, and she uh, put it through a building and made, uh, made the news with it. Uh, well, the key there is X. Maybe that wasn't yeah. a wise choice. <laughs> oh, my no, gosh. I'm like, yeah. She's only got to drive it like two miles. What, what, what's the worst that what could happen? could happen? You know? Yeah, famous last yeah. words. Hold my beer. Yeah, there's like news helicopters flying over the house, and my phone rings, and I walk outside. It's like across the street, and I can just see this thing like going right. It went right through the lobby of an apartment building. And oh, I went, oh, my gosh. No. Oh, was she okay? Uh, she broke both her legs and fractured her skull. Ooh, so it was uh, not good. It was a, rough, a rough one for her. And we were together for quite a while after that. We made it through that together. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I don't miss her. I miss that car. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Okay, we'll move on. How about seller's remorse? Is that your seller's remorse? Maybe loaner's remorse is what I should call it? I would more qualify that as loaner's remorse. I don't generally sell cars that I, I need to get rid of. I, I sort of do silly things with them. I had a uh, police interceptor that I absolutely loved. It was my daily driver. I had it for like 13 years. Uh -huh. And I, I couldn't bring myself to sell it. It was a time where... You know, the thing with the engine was falling out and the air conditioning didn't work. And I mean, the thing was done. It had like 279,000 miles on it. Yeah. So I decided I was going to take it to the state fair and enter it in a demolition derby. <laughs> so we, we gave that one the Vikings funeral. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. Now, your new company is very early in its life, just launched at SEMA, uh, acquiring some great new clients. I know you can't probably talk about specific clients and maybe things, but uh, here's your chance to kind of pitch what you do to my listeners out there in case someone out there in the cars yeah world would love to hire you to represent them, work for them, help them with their marketing or any kind of thing in that respect. So what has you fired up here in the new year for 2018? Well, we've got a bunch of big projects coming up, and you're right. I can't go into too much detail on them, but I, I can say a little bit about what we offer. We offer virtually everything. If you need PR, national, local, we offer that. If you need web design, I would, I would invite you to take a look at uh, our website, www.motorworksmarketing.com. That's Motorworks, W-E-R-K-S. Mm -hmm. We've already won two awards for that website, and it's barely been out there. My team did an unbelievable job throwing that together. And if you've never seen anything like it, I guarantee it. Once you get on it, it's a totally different web experience than you're, you're, you're ever going to encounter anywhere. Yes. We also handle social media marketing. We handle a street team. We handle collateral. We can do video. We can do audio. I've got photographers on both coasts. Uh, essentially, anything that you need that uh, for your business, we can provide at a very high level. One of the things that I really sort of looked into when I was debating whether or not I wanted to leave Russo and, and go out on my own was what else was out there. Mm -hmm. And there are a few key players certainly that are out there, but it seems like largely you've got three options when it comes to your marketing if you're in the specialty automotive arena. You've got the you know sort of mom and pop guy on the corner type of thing who's got a website that's 20 years old and has no idea what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Then you've got 
sort of the semi-autofocus thing, but nobody really does everything. You know, you've got some guys that do really good video work or guys that do really good PR work or whatever that may be. Or you've got the traditional agency situation that does not understand our industry one little bit at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one of the things I noticed too, especially with uh, some of the clients I've recently acquired is I'm having to sort of sort out the disasters created by mainstream marketing agencies that don't have any idea how to handle a specialty automotive event Mm -hmm. or company or manufacturer or anything like that. The difference between us and them is largely that we are real live automotive enthusiasts. We understand this business. We've all worked in it. We are uh, very in tune with what car guys want and what car guys need and what what their buying motivating factors are. Mm -hmm. And so that gives us a bit of an edge, I think, in that department too. But the difference between us and sort of that mid-level guy that kind of gets it is that we have a very, very high level of talent at MotorWorks. Mm -hmm. We have brilliant, brilliant PR people that can pitch virtually anything to anybody. My designers that I have are just phenomenal. And, And if you look at some of the creative direction that I provided at, at Russo and Steel over the time that I was there, you definitely could see the evolution of what that company's image well, looked like through its advertising, both print and digital. Mm-hmm. I've got strategists for digital marketing that are just light years ahead of everybody else. I've got uh, brand journalists that uh, can write anything that you need them to write for any you know, blogs or, or any, any kind of like paid advertorial type situations or anything like that. The bottom line is, is that I really went out and I just stretched my little black book as far as I could go, and I got the best of the best anywhere. So not only are you getting that really high-level product that you would get from a major marketing agency that you would find in Chicago or LA or New York, you're getting the understanding of the industry and then the passion that goes along with that. And with that said also, because of the way that I have sort of structured my business also, we are going to be virtually as affordable as your sort of local mid-level type of agency. So it's a great product from passionate people that understand the industry. And it's it's at a price point that virtually any, we can do virtually anything for anybody. If you just want a couple ads to try and help your business out with one of the publications, we can do that. We also do ad buys. We uh, have very, very close relationships with almost all of the publications in the industry and uh, have employed some very high-level negotiation tactics. And a lot of times our rates are going to be much lower through us than you could get on your own just by calling over there. So there's a bunch of advantages certainly to working with MotorWorks. And we fully intend to own our segment. And our uh, our mantra is uh, we market cool car stuff. And that's sort of the general attitude that we have. You know, we're car guys and we like cool stuff. And we're not, we're not terribly serious people to deal with. We're very easygoing. And it's a good experience all the way around. And our clients that we've signed so far are already experiencing that. Well, where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, I'm sold, sold, sold. To use a uh, a, a couple of quotes from the uh, auction energy. Wow, fantastic! This sounds like 2018 is lining up to be a brilliant ride for you and your team. You're a very talented team, so congratulations for all that. That is not easy stuff to do. Well, Darren, here's a very introspective question for you. If Darren was a car, a vehicle, what would he be and why? Oh, that's an easy one. Uh, I would be a 1970 uh, Chevrolet El Camino LS6. <laughs> okay. Cool. For the simple reason of, I can still get out, have fun, but I can work real fast if need be. Ah, I get uh, I, I kind of got that from you. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, Darren, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right. 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. 
They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Darren, we are back and we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Buy the best car you could possibly find with the the amount of money that you have. Oh, oh, so important. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? I never sleep, ever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm jealous. I, I know people that can get away with very little sleep, and I wish I could. I just can't. I've tried it. I mean, I've tried, you know, four hours, five hours at doesn't work for me. Just as my doctor said, some people just can't do it, and it's not healthy anyway if you can't. But uh, So I'm a little bit jealous there. I assume that eventually I will pay the price for that. <laughs> well, let's hope not, but uh, I am jealous. I would I'd love to have that extra four hours in my day, that's for sure. Now, do you have a resource that you think our listeners would really enjoy, other than, of course, all the services that you guys provide? I do. My favorite thing in the world that I I look at first thing every morning when I wake up that inspires me throughout the remainder of my day is the ClassicDriver.com daily email. Hmm. It is beautiful photography, beautiful cars, watches, real estate, art, houses, everything that's just sort of awesome and cool about the world all in one place and presented brilliantly. If you're not on Classic Driver's email list, I highly, highly recommend getting on it ASAP. I do the same. It is absolutely fantastic. It's really, really well done. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? I would like to have a drink with my grandfather. Mm, I miss him a lot. Uh, He was a really, really neat guy that taught me lots of stuff and really sort of inspired me endlessly through his life. And since he's been gone and I've been researching his his career when he was racing and that type of thing, too. If I could go back and then sit down with virtually anybody, automotive industry or not, and have a drink, you would definitely be with him. Uh, that would be nice. Now, how about a book? If uh, you could recommend a book to our listeners, what would it be? I uh, was just at SEMA and met Peter Brock and got his book about the Corvette Stingray. Oh, yeah. And 
so far I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, he's a neat, neat guy who did some incredible things. And it's, it's just sort of a neat perspective on, on the Corvette Stingray. So I would recommend everybody goes out and picks that thing up. Oh, absolutely. Peter's an awesome guy. He's been a guest several times here on Cars Yeah. He's a good friend for many, many years. I've had the pleasure of spending weekends at his house with his wife, Gail, and him and their little dog. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I was there. Uh, I was there for an evening during SEMA this yeah. year. Oh, and, the party uh, they show. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. So he's an incredible guy. Incredible house. She's a really neat lady, and uh, it, it was an honor and a privilege to be a fly on the wall in that room. Yeah, and they've got some cool stuff in the garage too. They do. <laughs> very nice. Well, listeners, you'll find links to all these great resources Darren has shared on his cars. Yeah. Show notes page, just go to carsyeah.com, type in Darren Roberge, last name is R-O-B-E-R-G-E, his page will pop right up. I think, Darren, you're actually the only Darren on the show, so it'll be real easy to find his show notes page. I would encourage you to check it out. And the website he was talking about, check it out. I'll have a link there. It is very, very cool. Coming from a design background myself, I love that website. Really nicely well done. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, Darren, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. Doesn't matter who owns it because it's going to be yours, going to be parked in your garage. Money is no object, but you cannot sell it to buy a bunch of other cool stuff with. I want you to keep it. I want you to drive it. So what's it going to be? I would take a Series 1 Jaguar E-Type Coupe in either blue, gray, or gunmetal. Uh, and if it had a red interior, I would be even happier. But I would be more than fine with just black. But yeah, that would sit in my garage, and I would spend an hour on Saturday mornings driving it, and then I would spend the next, you know, forty-eight hours of my weekend bringing it right back to brand new condition. Yeah, and just it just rubbing and loving on it. Well, oh, you know, the Jaguar is the car that did it for me. My dad bought me a little. My listeners have heard this so many times. They're probably going, "Please, Mark, stop telling the story." But he bought me a Jaguar. E-Type. It's a coupe, though, for Matchbox by Lesney, and it's still sitting right here in front of me. Uh, that's the car that started it for me. He had a friend who had one. I got a ride in it when I was a little boy, and uh, yeah, I'd love to do that for you. And those are beautiful colors, by the way, mm-hmm. especially with the red, that gunmetal gray color with that red. I've seen that combination. Oh, my gosh. It's stunning. It's pretty spectacular. We, we ran one last year for an IndyCar driver who shall remain nameless, and uh, it was one of the nicest cars I've ever laid eyes on. It was just absolutely perfect from every angle, yeah. and it, it was hard to take my eyes off it for the entire <laughs> auction. Let's put it that yeah, way. I, hard like, oh, I can't sit here and stare at this all day long. I got stuff to do. Yeah, I want to bid on it is what I want to do. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. Yeah, they've yeah. become very pricey, though. But don't worry. I'll make sure I uh, bring one over there to Arizona, park in your garage. It's a perfect place to have a car like that anyway. So very nice. Well, Darren, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey. And you're just starting your next journey here on Cars Yeah. Could you offer us one parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the desert sunset in that Series 1 Jaguar? I would say let's uh, make sure your knockoffs are screwed on. (laughs) Yes, make make sure they're knocked on the right way. And some of those old cars... The spinners go opposite ways on each side of the car, so don't sit there and pound on it like I did one time, wondering, why is it this thing getting loose? Well, because it goes the other way on the other side. So, ah, nice, nice recommendation there. What's the best way, again, for our listeners to learn more about you and Motor Works? 
Uh, you can visit www.motorworksmarketing. It's M-O-T-O-R-W-E-R-K-S, marketing.com. Or you can visit my personal website, which is darrenroberts.com. I'm also a big LinkedIn person. So uh, feel free to add me on LinkedIn. I'm posting all kinds of crazy, interesting content all day long. And I, I definitely converse with my followers as well. So join the uh, conversation with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to have you. Absolutely. I use LinkedIn every day. All my shows go posted up on LinkedIn for people to find. It's become a really great source for me for finding professionals just like you. So I'm so glad that we connected. Well, listeners, you can find links to everything Darren has shared again on his show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Just type Darren, D-A-R-I-N, into the search bar. His page will pop right up. Check out MotorWorks, the website. I think you're going to be blown away. Connect with Darren. If you need any help with marketing and all the different services he provides, I think he's a good contact for you. Darren, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I will see you down the road. I appreciate it. We'll see you in Scottsdale. Absolutely. Fantastic. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!